Welcome to the Epic Agent Success Podcast with your hosts, Jerry Weaver and Jacoby Kendrick. This podcast is dedicated to newer agents in the business who want the fast track to success. 90% of agents fail in their first year of business. Our goal is to help guide your journey away from the common mistakes most agents make and help you grow and build your business to epic levels you know you're capable of and desire. What's going on, everybody? I want to welcome you to the Epic Agent Success Podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about a topic that has made myself, it's probably responsible for making me the absolute most money in my business. And then besides following Jesus, it's probably one of the most influential things that I've done in my life uh, starting out. And so what we're going to be talking about, we're going to be talking about coaching, getting a coach needing a coach and what to do with a coach, how to find one, or also a mentor as well. Isn't it just nuts how coaching's just exploded? And I'm not just talking, you know, we're in the real estate space and everybody knows there's tons of real estate coaches everywhere, but I'm talking across the board. You can get coaching in absolutely anything that you want to do. Even as like, I think about Cooper, who's in high school now in baseball, and how you can just get, I mean, he could literally at 16, he could have a throwing coach, a hitting coach, a speed and agility coach, a strength coach. I mean, all those are options. You know, all the, the, everything is open for all levels of coaching for just about every single thing you could imagine. Yeah. And it's also really common in the sports world, world right? Yeah. So I grew up as an athlete. And so when you're an athlete, it's common for you to have a coach. You should have a coach. As a matter of fact, if you don't have a coach, you are not trying to succeed. But I think the flip side of that is whenever you move on to your life, right? And so as you transition, you know, you play sports, you do those things as you're young and growing up. But then as you, you know, you're, you get married, have kids, start a job. But uh, I know whenever I got out of the military, which is really when I first started coaching, uh, I didn't, having a coach never even crossed my mind. So I wasn't thinking about having a coach. I mean, I was still doing CrossFit. So I had a coach for CrossFit, but I didn't have a coach who could help me with my marriage or could help me with life situations. Or as I got into real estate, a coach that could help me with real estate, just not something that I ever even thought about it. Was it even, was it on your radar for professionally? No, I didn't know it was a thing, but I kind of want to back up. You said that you had a coach. So in high school, you had your high school coach, but did you have a coach outside of your high school coach? Like, was there specialized coaching? Yeah. So, well, not like during the year, but like in the off season. Yeah. Like I went to, uh, my cousin lived in Allen, Allen, Texas, and I went to Allen and worked out with them over the summer. You know, we did speed and agility. We did weight. We lifted weights. We did all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. So when I, back when I you know, I'm obviously older, like that coach coaching didn't exist like that. Like you had your, your in-season coach and then your in-season coach was responsible for helping you with like whatever your off season was supposed to look like, but that was it. And we didn't have all this, this coaching. And so I, I think, and this is totally, I'm getting off topic here, but um, like I look at high school coaches as, a good high school coach now just takes the talent he has and kind of puts it together where, you know, we're not as a high school player, he's not being pushed and grown from the coaching where they're just taking, you know, all these baseball players, putting them together in their high school sport and putting the best team that they can on the field. 
And I think that's been a shift in coaching and that goes along with the coaching on the professional side, like up until I had met uh, Mike Fritz uh, and you, you know, we've had him on the podcast a couple of times and he told me to look at Kevin Ward. I didn't know like coaching was a thing and I'd been in real estate a couple of years. And once you get into coaching, it's like, Oh, you know, there's Tom Ferry and Mike Ferry and uh, you know, Craig Proctor and like, there's all these coaches that have been here for years and years, but I never heard of any of them when I, you know, for the first two years I was in the real estate business, I didn't know any of the, I didn't know coaching existed. Yeah. I think, I think that whole coaching thing started to come along right when I started, uh, at least I think so whenever I was in high school, cause then you started going to like TCU camp, SMU camp, you went to all the camps for the, for the colleges and all that. And then, so when you went to those those camps, it's like, man, I'm behind. I got to figure out something where I can actually, you know, hone my skills and get better. And then, uh, yeah, then all those things, those things come about. But so the first time, so whenever I was getting out of the military, you know, I started going on this journey of uh, passive income, real estate, figuring out what do I need to do in order to uh, to not have to spend my my time for money is what I was trying to figure out. How do I get the best bang for my buck, right? So I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, got into that whole thing. And then I came into my very first coaching program was Fortune Builders. And so they were teaching us, they were teaching folks, you know, they come on, teach you how to flip money, no money down, buy a house without your own cash, being able to flip it and all that, the wholesaling thing. And so the first time I got introduced into this coaching world was with them, you know? And so that is really where where I got started. They take it through the whole funnel. You know, you come in, you go to the uh, the uh, overnight class, then they take you to the three day seminar, and then they throw the granddaddy of them all at you, the thirty thousand dollar program where we're going to coach you and develop you and do all of those things. Which it actually ended up being. It actually ended up being one of the greatest coaching courses that I took because I had a really good foundation for uh, for my real estate career, but because they were about personal development and also uh, real estate as well. So, yeah. So we kind of, our coaching started the same way in that you, uh, you were brought through value, you know, through um, fortune builders value ladder. I, I got into Kevin Ward's value ladder and how that began, you know, Mike told me about Kevin. And so I was checking him out online and then he was doing a free webinar. And so in that did the webinar, loved the webinar then at the end of the webinar, he pitched a uh, $297 double year listing uh, class. And so I did that program online. And then um, that led to, I did his, uh, I had to remember the order. I did his uh, one, I went out of his value order, value ladder order a little bit. I did the webinar, did the $200 class. And then I signed up for the $2,000 hundred day list master course. And with that, we got um, a ticket to an event. And so I did an event and at the event, I signed up for his inner circle. That's how they suck you in. So let's start out with this. Who needs a coach? Who, who needs, who actually needs a coach? I'm of the opinion, everybody could use a coach. Yeah. Everybody needs a coach, right? It doesn't matter where you're at. You always need someone who can look at you and your business or look at you and whatever you need coaching in, you can get coaching in every aspect of life. Right. But, uh, 
whatever it is, you need a coach. And what's the reason why you need a coach? You need a coach because you need someone who can be, who have, who has a different perspective on what you're doing, right? They're not actually in the business, running around with the hair on fire, uh, looking at problems, you know, from the ground level. You need someone who can sit back almost like a general, look at the battlefield to, and take your goals where you're looking to go and actually help you get there, right? And so that's why you need a coach because when you're in it, you're in it. And sometimes you can't see things that someone from the outside can see. That's what our friends do. That's what, you know, we have people around us do, but a coach is going to help you set those strategic goals and also keep you on pace for where you need to be. Yeah. And I hear all the time, you know, I don't need a coach. I, you know, I can look at this online and you, I can get all of this for free. Um, you know, cause if you look at most coaches or at least most coaches in the worlds that we live in, they really give all their content away. Right. I mean, the, of the, the, the knowledge part of it, you know, you could you know take Kevin Ward as an example. I could go to Kevin Ward's YouTube channel and I bet you I could piece together all the information he teaches from that. But what I, when I look at a coach, I'm looking at, do I think I can get from point A to point B on my own? I would say probably over a period of time, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to bring point A and point B closer together in time. And if uh, what a coach is going to do is they're going to, uh, you know, they're going to reduce the amount of time it takes you to get from one spot to the next. And I think that is the most valuable thing that a coach brings is can they, can they get you there quicker? That's exactly right. Because we're all, I mean, we're all winners, right? We're all winners. If you're listening to this podcast, you're a winner. If you're in our circles, you're, you're going to figure it out, right? You're never going to, you're never going to quit. There's no quitters that are listening to this podcast. But what you said is the absolute key is like, how quickly are you going to get to where you need to go? Because you don't, you don't want to reinvent the wheel, right? So, I mean, we both coached with Kevin Ward. That was my very first real estate coach. And so whenever I got into uh, coaching with Kevin, I remember I saw him on YouTube, was was uh, Googling a few things. And uh, the thing is, is we have so much information now, exactly like you said, we have so much information. The thing we don't have, though, is we don't have wisdom and we don't have a system. You can have all the tools that in the world, but if you don't have a system to put those things together and you don't have the wisdom on how to use them, then it really it's it's for nothing. Right. And so I I remember when I first got into real estate and I was thinking about or first got into being a realtor and thinking about going full time, I could not even fathom what I was going to do with my day. Like I would sit down and I was just, I was just confused. Right. Like I was like, man, how do I find, how do I find someone who wants to, well, I knew how to find someone that wanted to sell their house. Right. Because I, I was doing it with, uh, investing, but I wasn't doing it on a consistent basis. The only way I knew how to do it was the way that they had showed me, which was to basically send a mailer out and wait for someone to call me. Right. Well, I had one baby and another one on the way. And I'm like, man, I can't sit here and wait for people to call me or else my kids are going to be starving, man. And so I found Kevin Ward and I was looking at him and I was like, man, he, I clicked. On, I remember I clicked on the button and I don't remember what the cost was back then. But I was like, man, I'm not paying that guy that much money without even knowing who he is. So I went I got on a plane. I went to the event. I told Andrea, I was like, I got to go see. I got to go listen to this guy and see if he's legit. 
And, you know, Kevin, I think he said one thing. He was like, you know, in two years, he's like, you give me two years, you won't recognize your life. And then the other thing he said is, I'll teach you how to sell every listing that you take. And that was absolute crazy madness to me. And so that's kind of the key point. It's like you need a system. And that's what coaches do. Like a coach gets you ready to go. He gets you ready to play. So Kevin, from that point on, he was my coach, right? He said, I'm going to help you sell every listing that you take. I don't think I've heard that from any other coach that I've been coaching with and I've coached with a lot of folks. Right. And so that is the point that now that is my unique, you know, that's something unique about myself is I'm going to, I'm going to sell your house. We know what it's going to sell for. Yes. And the other thing that I think a coach does, not only do they shorten the time, but for me, a coach blew up how I thought like they blew up and made me realize that I can I can be a lot bigger and I can sell a lot more and I can uh, have a bigger team than I ever thought was possible. Like they gave me the possibility. They helped me create the vision inside of myself that I can do this at a much larger scale than I was giving myself credit for. Yeah. So you're saying a coach can uh, bring out your full potential essentially is what you're saying, right? Correct. Bring out the the potential that I couldn't see. Yeah. The potential you couldn't see. That's often how it is, man. Like I'm coaching my son's football team and, you know, <laughs> the kids are like, they're like running around. I'm like, man, you could, you could do this. Or they're, or they're like scared of the other kids that are like bigger than them. Right. And then they like, they make a play and you like, you could see it in their eyes. They're just like, man, I just, they never knew that they could do what they end up doing, you know? And so having someone from that perspective, uh, I think is absolutely, absolutely crucial. So one of the other things I wanted to talk about, because the thought there are some coaches that do their their training for free, but a lot of the times, at least one of the big factors for myself is uh, the cost, right? Yep. It's always the cost, how much the coach costs, and uh, if you can afford to actually pay for your coach. This comes up a lot, which is really why I want to talk about it is. Actually, I'll ask you, what are your thoughts on that in the beginning? And then I'm going to expand upon it. So it's super tough at the beginning because, you you know, there's no money to be had, right? You know, it's like, you know, for the most part, every time all the agents that I've talked to when you're starting out, and this is when I think you should get a coach is when you can't afford a coach. Like, that's the weird part. The, the time you need the coach the most is when you can't afford the coach. And so for me... And, you know, there's all kinds of stories and the coaches all have stories. And um, like for me, it was the, you know, I did that free webinar and he sold the $297 course. And I remember I had a Capital One credit card. And this is, you know, because I had gone through the bankruptcy and foreclosure. And so there was, you know, I was just kind of on the rebuild phase and actually you can't see it on the podcast, but I'm pulling it out of my pocket right here is uh, here's that credit one. Here's the Capital One card in my hand that I put that $297 on. And that was a $300. I had a $300 limit on that card. And I put $297 on it on a, a course. And I did the course. And then off of doing the course that I, I did, I was able to put together a couple deals. And then I put $2,000 of that back into his 100-day list master class, which that was that program was phenomenal for me at the time to be able to take listings. You know, I had never taken listings consistently and he trained me to do that. And so I scraped together the $2,000 for that, that I, you know, you can look back on it. You didn't have, like, those are some hard conversations that I had to have with Holly about, Hey, I know uh, I just maxed our $300 credit card out. 
I know I tell you never to put anything on the credit card, but I just put $300 on there. Yeah. This, and, this is an investment. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> you know, so she had seen some success in that. And so when I told her, Hey, I need to do this $2,000 class, you know, she didn't understand it, but are you, you telling me, or are you asking me kind of thing, you know, like <laughs> kind of conversation. And then, Oh, I'm going to DC. So I need an airline ticket for an event. And then I get back from the event and say, Hey, I just signed up for an $8,000 program. And so I, you know, all, none of those steps that I have the money, you know, it's, it's one of those things, you know, are you, you know, you never, you're probably never going to be ready for it, but it also made it a lot more serious when I did the programs and I paid for them that I wanted to get the most out of them. I think if those programs were free and were given to me, I definitely wouldn't have, you know, I think I needed to feel the pain part of that equation to make it a lot more valuable. 100%. You always got to have some skin in the game to make you overcome, right? No matter what you're doing or how you're doing it, you got to have some skin in the game. But that is that is probably the number one hangup because we've coached with a lot of people, right? Is the number one hang up. And even for myself, when I first started out, it's like, man, whatever the price is, you're with the, you're going to be, you're at the event or you're with, you're thinking about going with a coach because you're not where you want to be. There's, there's a place you want to be at. And then, you know, but I think the real battle that we're having inside of our heads is because the thing I knew, you know, I just used that event when I went to Kevin, I, you know, he had, folks up on stage who had already been through the program who were successful. And so when you go to these programs, especially at this level with guys that are marketing the way that they are, their programs work, right? Their pro their programs work. So the one question is, is the program for me and is this coach a good fit for myself and my personality and my lifestyle and all that? And then the second question that I find out really is, am I going to do the work to actually get the results that need to come, right? Or am I in the spot to take advantage of the of the program? Because I've gotten in a few programs where I just I just have too much stuff going on and I can't I can't give my full attention to the program, right? But always in that key, it's like, man, yeah, the eight it's an eight thousand dollar program. I think when I got in with Kevin, it was twelve thousand dollars, right? The twelve thousand dollar program. And it's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm about to drop 12 grand. I've, I haven't dropped 12 grand on anything. And I don't, I definitely can't afford 12 grand right now where I can just drop it out. And then what's the next thing you start doing? You start doing the commission math. You're like, okay, I got like two deals right now that are in, that are uh, in escrow. So that's going to be about, you know, 12 grand right there. And then I was taught, I do have a buyer lined up. So, okay. So I can actually pay for this, you know? Yep. So it's like, okay. And when none of that stuff even matters, right? So you're just trying to justify in your head. But the point is, it's like, it's not, can you afford it? Which is always their objection handler. It's that you can't not afford to do this. Yes. If, you, if you're trying to calculate how to pay for it, then that's more justification that you should be in the program, right? And so that's like, I just... I just want to bring that up because that is like the, one of the number one keys is like, man, if I know this person can get me to where I want to go, then why would I not go ahead and push the, pull the trigger and get to moving? So here's something funny. So when I signed up for his $1,997 hundred day list master challenge event or course, I only had that credit card that had a $300 limit on it. And I had to get Kevin two grand. I had to send him a check 
<laughs> and literally write a check, email uh, Julie and say, hey, I don't huh? have room on a credit card, but I'm sending a check. <laughs> don't don't cash it for another yeah. week. But uh I postdated a check. No, <laughs> it'll uh, be good to go. I got a closing yeah. on, on Friday, and then uh yeah, you can go ahead and uh, cash that thing on Monday. I'm looking back that that two thousand dollar hundred day list master, that's probably the bag the biggest bang for the buck that I've ever gotten out of coaching. Like you know, what I was able to pull out of that two grand in that during that time. Man, that list master challenge, man, I would tell, I would tell you that, uh, that set me up for when I went full time. So I wasn't full time yet. I think I went to go see Kevin. I think I went to that event in August or it was, it was sometime in the summer, right before August. And, uh, you had to be, one of the rules was you had to be a full-time agent. <laughs> and I remember like, I was like, okay, I'm not a full-time agent. I was like, but I've got to get, I was like, I've got to get in this course. Like there's, there's, so every time Kevin would be like, are you okay? Everyone's full time in here. Correct. And I'd be like, uh, yeah, I'm going full time or you know, I'm going to, I'm going to be full time at the beginning of the year. So yes, I'm a full time agent. Yeah. And then I think I only, I, I only got one listing in that, uh, in that whole challenge, but Jan, that first quarter, Man, I got I was set up so great for like the app the hundred days after that program. And it was one of the wildest times because I Andrea went <laughs> Chloe went to the hospital and Andrea went to the hospital. I think uh Chloe was in the hospital in February, and then Andrea was in the hospital in March. And uh if I wouldn't have had all of those, if I would not have signed up for coaching for one and then signed up for that course. Man, I don't even know if I would be selling real estate right now because I was, man, that was a hard time. Yeah. It was a hard time. That was uh, Andrea's appendix. Yeah, her yeah. appendix ruptured. Yeah. And then Chloe got some virus and yeah. she was, yeah, I think it was 10 days after she was born. She was in the hospital for a few days. And I was able to pay for all the medical bills, all that stuff, all off of a decision to uh, get coaching. So I had never done any listings. I think, well, I'm not any. So I'd been in the business. 15. So three years. And I'd only done like three listings. I've done all buyers up to that point. I did 16 listings in that hundred days because of that. 16 listings. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Did five in 30 days. You remember that? uh, He he used to show that video I did. That was terrible video. I got five off of that video. I'll never forget that video. video, I'll never forget that video. Yeah. So let's talk in now transition transition a little bit. How do you how do you find a coach? What's uh what are you looking for in a coach? How do you find them? What do you do? Yeah, so you know now because there's there's so many coaches and I'm deeper into that coaching world. So I've been you know I've met a lot of people. For me, there's a a sense of having some clarity on what I need coaching for, and going after coaches that coach to that. Uh, so as far as like when you're talking about you know, like right now, you know, the biggest need in my business is my ability to build the team. And so I'm seeking out coaches that coach to that, to building a team. So if you're looking for something specific, then you go, you find that coach that can speak to that. And then there has to be a core value equation to that as well. So I have my core values. I know what they are. And so I have to feel, I don't have to line up a hundred percent. You know, because I think um, what's the thing that you always say, you know, eat the fish, but throw out the bones. And so I don't have to be uh, spit out the bones. Yeah. 
And so I don't have to be like a hundred percent match, but there has to be some of the core value tenants that I operate under uh, within them. And, and I'm getting, so I'm getting a little better at that at recognizing that. Yeah. I think core values is, is 100% core values is actually key on anything that you do. Right. So building your team, finding a spouse, yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever you're going to do, if, if you don't have those core values together or you're not synergistic on around those things, that, that actually jams people up more than, more than you would actually, more than you would actually think. Right. Really hammering out my core values really brought a lot of clarity to a lot of the things that I'm doing. Um, it makes, uh, what it really does, it makes making decisions a lot easier and you can make them quickly if you know your core value and what you're lined up with. That's probably, we probably need to do that as a whole episode, a core value episode and how we both came up with our core values and how we operate out of them. Yeah. Cause I would say you're exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> making decisions from your core values now is, is, uh, is absolutely key. So you can, um, you can wipe away a lot of heartache, heartache. Well, there's, there's peace in the decision, right? If you know why you made the decision, there's peace in it. Like it's so, and you can move on quickly. Like, you know, I remember making certain decisions, you know, whether we're going to add this agent or am I going to sign up for this program? And if I was just lining up off all off of my gut feeling or how I felt, like sometimes I looked back and made the wrong decision. You know, there's been some, some money and some coaching that I've signed up for that eh, probably shouldn't have done that but I was basing it on how I felt when I was getting pitched. Right. And so when you're getting pitched, it's easy to, to see the vision. But if you line it up against your core values and you decide to do it, then awesome. But where a lot of the peace comes from is when I decide not to do something. And so, nope, that's not for me because it doesn't line up with who I am or what I'm trying to do. And so, and once I say no to that, then I don't think about it anymore. It doesn't, you know, there's no, fear of missing out or did I make the wrong decision? Nope. Made the right one. Moving on. Yeah. Because I mean, if for instance, like integrity or, or telling the truth, if you know, that's, you said, you know, they don't have to line up exactly, but then you do have non-negotiables, right? Like in integrity, treating people, right. Telling the truth, that sorts of thing. And so there's no way I could ever coach with anyone or really be in the same room <laughs> with anyone who's not honest, you know? And so you know, if they're not, if you're not, if you're, you know, you'll do anything for it to make a buck or whatever else, then, you know, I just, I won't even be able to listen to you. So that's kind of where those core values come in. And then there's, there's a few other ones that uh, they're actually becoming a little bit more important to me now that I, you know, I kind of look at things, but there might be a few that, that, you know, like you said, they don't have to be, they don't have to line up exactly. And so I think that's key. The other key I think that is, that is uh, crucial is, you have to look at the the coach's results, right? Look at the people because, of course, their program will work, right? But I think what I look at now is long term. I look at I look at the people that are in the program. What results have has the coach gotten? Have they gotten the results that I'm looking to get? And then have they helped other people get the results that I'm looking to get? Right? Because as a to be a good coach, you don't have to be the best at whatever you're doing. Right. I mean, Phil Jackson wasn't the best. This is the one everybody always uses. Right. Cause Michael Jordan was the best basketball player ever. It's like Michael Jordan had a coach and there's no way Michael Jordan's coach was better than him because he was the best ever. So you don't have to be the best at a thing, but you do have to be the best at getting results out of people 
in order to uh, get them where they want to go. Right. And so that is really what I would say is, you know, now I really look at the people that are in the programs I'm looking to get into. Where did they come from? And then where are they at now? And then are they stagnating there or when? Because there's going to come a point you're probably going to have to find another coach. You're probably not going to be with your coach forever. Right. Or maybe you will. But from what I see is that there's going to come a time when you're going to have to find another coach. Yeah, I think that going back to what you said, the I mean, the evidence is in have they gotten other people there? And so that's when I look at coaching, I look at, you know, OK, do I line up with them? Do I feel comfortable with them? And then I look, who are they coaching? And have they are they where I want to be? And if I know he's led some people to where I want to be or she, then I, then I'm, then I'm a lot more comfortable in working with that coach. hundred percent. And I think the key takeaway, I mean, we were talking about this a few months ago also is when I think the thing that I have learned the most from coaching programs is that the closer I am to the individual who actually uh came up with the program or is actually helping someone the uh the better results i'm going to get unless they've been you know coaching that way you know with multiple coaches for a long time and they've already been able to plan their process out but the best results i've had is finding coaches who are good who are just kind of starting out in their coaching journey like yes. you know they the price point <laughs> is still low and it's like, okay, I know who this person is, which is where the core values come in, right? This person is a great person. I believe them. I trust them. They're just get kind of getting their start. Then you get with them and then you grow as the coach grows, you know? And so other programs I've gotten results from them, but the best results I get is when I find a coach and then I try to grow with the coach. You know, and so that's that's really the key thing, because once a coach is start trying to expand and grow their their team, there's going to be some growing pains with that. And uh, I think your results are going to, you know, kind of kind of uh, suffer from that as well. Well, and so that's where you have to um, show some patience, too, in when you have a coach that is learning as you know, learning as they go, uh, there's going to be some things that they're going to change up on you pretty quickly, like things in programs that, Hey, I signed up because of that. Or I, I really liked that part of it, but as they grow, they choose to go a different direction because they don't see that as fitting where they want to, where they want to lead the coaching business. So it takes some, takes some patience in, in that as well. Yeah, it definitely takes some patience as well. Cause we're all learning, right? We're all learning and growing. The thing is, is you do, the question is, is do can you grow with that person? Do you trust them? And is, you know, the price worth, you know, what you're getting out of the program? And so it's got to be in that aspect, when you're finding coaches that are growing in that aspect, it's it's good to have a good working relationship with them in that point. But my point to that is, is like, I like to find coaches that are, you know, they're just starting out, like they're just start, not just starting out, but they're in the beginning phases of their program. And then it's oftentimes what I found is you can have an, a more intimate relationship with them. And then as you have that intimate relationship, you know, you get you get some mentoring in there as well. So you got coaching and you also have mentoring and and all that piece, too. But I think uh, you get closer and you get that wisdom piece with someone who's growing. And it's also uh, beneficial for them because you're like one of the founding members, I guess you could say, 
of their group, you know, and, and they can use you as a testimonial and, and all of that as well. And so it's a, it's a mutual beneficial relationship. Yeah. You hold this, like they hold you in a special place in their heart because you, you, you were there at the beginning with them. Yeah. Like your first love. Yep. First coach. (laughs) Your first coach. Your first. Now, the other thing on coaching that I want to talk about um, when it comes to like the events, I found it really beneficial for myself to do the VIPs, to pay the extra, to be upfront, to get the extra, you know, you know, a lot of times these VIPs, you know, it might be a three day event. So you get lunch every day in a special VIP room with the coach um, year round. Typically in the VIP are their, you know, some of their better students, some of their more uh, successful, more productive students are in the VIP. And so you elevate the, you elevate yourself around the people that have bought into the program and are making the program work for them. Yeah. So this is, this is actually something that I learned from coaching, right? So I I think of it like in, uh, if you're flying first class or, you know, if you do a VIP event or something like that. Or let's say you're getting a table at an event and they have different tiers on the tables or whatever else. You know, back when I was before I ever started coaching at all, when I was probably, you know, still in the military, I would think, man, people that fly first class, people that are in the VIP, they're just snobs, like they're just doing that for whatever else. But the thing that that you find out is is when the people that are flying first class, the people that are in VIP those are the people who are growing the most. Those are the people that you need to network with in order to to elevate yourself, right? You never know. Of course, you never know who you're going to bump into. I'm not saying you can't find someone and coach that's you know a good relationship or something like that. But <clears throat> folks that are spending money for these things, for, for, for uh, uh, the higher tier echelons of things, they're spending that money for a reason and they also have that money for a reason right so money follows trust money follows trust and so in that folks who are who are usually you know uh affluent in that way that's where i've found my best relationships that's where i found my best networking times where i've had the best conversations that have moved my business forward as a matter of fact that's where I met Jerry, right? Met Boom. Jerry because I was in the VIP, and then you know I I bought into a upper level upper level course, and so you know it's just a step of faith that you take whenever you whenever you're actually getting into the VIP or doing those those types of events. So uh, this could be because I'm old, but I cannot remember like how like I remember being at the event with you, but I just don't remember how we ended up clicking. Cause we clicked right from the get, right from the get go. Yeah. It was, uh, basically, I think I joined the inner circle is into what ended up happening. And then we had like this little mixer yeah. or whatever. And then we started, it was really, yeah, we just started chatting from there. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Yeah. I guess when you know, you know, Yeah, I remember we had the conversation before cause you were all like, cause I watched over that event. Cause we, we were sitting in VIP together too. Cause I remember having conversations with you about like, you you went from being really skeptical to like your skepticism wore down over the days because <laughs> you came with the like I gotta see who this Joker is right like am I gonna do I want to hire this guy Yeah, hundred percent. So yeah, man. Well, what uh, what are the parting shots here on on coaches and what what do we need to tell 
what do we need to talk about that we didn't talk about? Yeah, I just, I, you know, we we touched on it lightly. Is the, the, right now, that relationship side, I mean, that is, you know, that has been as valuable as any of the coaching has been um, for me as far as different people that I've met and in coaching and different, like, just referrals. Like, I, you know, I'm right, right off the top of my head. I can think of through Kevin Ward's program, I've gotten five or six legitimate real estate referrals plus other people that I've met. Plus, you know, um, even just like with you and hooking me up with the California investors and what that has turned into from a business standpoint, that's been tremendous. And then just, you know, I've got some really good friends that, you know, you don't get to see all the time, but when you, when you hit the events and when you're going to different places in the country, you try to connect with them because you guys were, you know, we were in the trenches together at different times in our life and trying to grow. And so just some really, really strong relationships have come out of, you know, multiple coaching programs. Yeah. And I think the best part that you need to look for too is, yeah, look for someone who is outside of your area. Right. So I know growing up, like, I think I'm so well-rounded because my parents, man, my parents, they took me everywhere. Right. I think we probably almost traveled to every state uh, that's in the United States. Oh, wow. I got, I just got to see like a lot of different things. Right. And I just know whenever I went to college, cause it's a melting pot at the, at the air force Academy, right. Everybody's from all different, all different places and countries and everything else. And so, um, you always have a few folks who've like, who've never, you know, they just stayed in their, in their one town. That's the only place they've, they've seen. And, uh, I just know once you get once you get somewhere where you see other people, you are open minded, you start to expand and see what other people are doing. You just start to see what is actually available and what's out there. Mm. Right. I come from Midland, Texas, where all we do is oil and play high school football, you know, but if if you if I'd never got out because you start to think this is how everybody is. <clears throat> Right. When you're in your spot, you start to think this is how everybody is. This is how everybody does something. But, you know, when you start to get around other people and expanding and seeing that things are done differently and what are the best ways that you can do something, then that kind of changes, kind of changes everything. It expands your mind and it makes you curious about, you know, what you what is what is actually possible. And going away to an event is a lot different than staying home for an event. Like I could do a three day here local. And I go to it and I sit through the the course all day and then I go home. But being there allows you to unplug from certain things. It gets, you know, gets rid of a lot of the distractions that you have so you can get the most out of that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, because especially over the last few years, COVID kind of like slammed everything. I thought I was good, man. But then, you know, getting back, getting back in the groove with the coaches that we've got now, like we're I feel like I'm getting back on track where I was before COVID started. And now things are starting to expand out again, talking to people and and all that. But man, I got, and you don't see it. It's a slow burn. I was starting to get stagnant there. And so, man, now I really feel like I'm starting to gain ground. Yeah. And so going to these events is important. I was, uh, I thought I was good when you went to EXP con without me and you're sending me all these posts, you're sending me all these messages and I'm seeing all these posts and man, I had some uh, serious FOMO. (laughs) Dang, I gotta go next year. Yeah, for sure. 
All right. So that was it. We're talking about who we talked about uh, a little bit about hiring a coach, coach slash mentor as, as well, right? A coach can be your mentor too. What were the key things that we hit? Who needs a coach? That's what we talked about. Who needs a coach? Everyone. Everybody. Absolutely yeah. needs a coach. You have somewhere that uh, you need someone speaking into your life that can help you get you where you need to go. We talked a little bit about how to choose a coach. What are some of the pitfalls whenever you're looking for a coach? The mental side of that, the cost is too much. I can't afford it. But come to find out, you can't afford not to have a coach. If you're having that conversation, you can't afford not to have a coach. And then we talked a little bit here at the end about uh, how does how does coaching expand uh, expand you and open your mind and uh, help you get to where you want to go. And so we want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Epic Agent Success Podcast. You can always catch us uh, in the one spot where we are connecting with everyone that's on our Facebook page, Epic Agent Success. And then if you found any value in this uh, in this episode, give us a five-star rating and review. We love the five-star ratings and, and rating and review, and we will uh, catch you on the next episode. All right. We'll see you. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Epic Agent Success Podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if you've received value today, we hope you'll give us a five-star rating wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Don't forget, we love sharing our experiences and offering tips to agents looking to grow. So come join us on our Facebook page, the Epic Agent Success Podcast, and stay connected.